You've survived another week. Thank you for listening, downloading, and supporting the Black Man with the Gun Show. This week, did you know I almost killed Eddie Eagle back in 1997? Yeah, going to tell you that whole story and ask you a couple of questions. Michael J. Woodland gives us the 411 on trigger control. Then I plan to share with you just a few of the things that I got going on, if that's okay with you. This portion of the show is brought to you by Black Man with a Gun Reloaded. You can get your autographed copy from me directly by emailing me at blackmanwithagun at gmail.com. For only $20, Black Man with a Gun Reloaded is an autobiographical book about gun control, how I became a trainer, an activist, a speaker for the Second Amendment. This book has a glossary that will make you sharper. It belongs on the bookshelf of every gun owner. Black Man with a Gun Reloaded. Email me at blackmanwithagun at gmail.com today. It's also available on Amazon without the love. Blackmanwithagun.com Ken Blanchard's Pro-Gun Podcast. This is episode number 610, which we will start after John Wayne leads us in the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. The Minister of Defense, the pastor of Paladins, Patriots, and Pistoleros will be right back after these commercials. Hi, I'm Mark Craighead, founder of Crossbreed Holsters. I designed our top-selling holster, the Super Tuck Deluxe, to solve the problems of being poked, pinched, and gouged while carrying concealed. The Super Tuck Deluxe is the most comfortable, most concealable holster on the market today. We offer a two-week free trial and a lifetime warranty. Visit us at crossbreedholsters.com. Don't forget, crossbreedholsters.com. This week, I want to go back to 1997. Do you remember 1997? Princess Diana was in vogue back then, and it's also the year that she passed away. Madeleine Albright was the first female Secretary of State. The Lion King musical came out. Microsoft becomes the world's most valuable company back then. Gas was a whopping dollar and 22 cents a gallon. And I was in law enforcement. And I was doing the child safety program known as Eddie Eagle. Back then, only law enforcement officers could present this thing. And I took the program to inner city kids in Washington, D.C. Also brought it to a group out in Baltimore. And... My biggest accomplishment was I actually got it at a Radio 1 event. Back then, Radio 1, owned by Kathy Hughes, was a major player in urban radio. And in the nation's capital, they had an annual Black Family Reunion event. I'm not sure how many people were there. I think, if I remember right, it might have been close to like 10,000 people were on the National Mall. I got the Eddie Eagle Gun Safe program there. Yeah, it was monumental. It was August. It was hot. I mean, it was extremely hot. It was the day that Eddie Eagle almost passed out. Yeah, it was pretty tough. I'll never forget it. Hundreds and hundreds of kids. We gave up 
gave up everything that he brought with him, all the pamphlets, all the gun safety materials. He took pictures. He uh, hugged a whole bunch of kids, and he almost died from heat stroke. And I was there to witness it all, helping my community. At the last minute, we ran and got uh, Eddie Eagle into a car with some air conditioning and got him cooled down because it was like that bad. But another thing happened about uh, a few months later. I was actually rewarded an award, a civil rights award, by the National Rifle Association. Got a chance to be on stage with Charlton Heston and the president, Marion P. Hammer. Marion is something else. She was the first female president of the National Rifle Association. The Eddie Eagle program was about almost 10 years old when I, when I grabbed it. She um, worked with school administrators and curriculum specialists, and they created this thing, which was a success. It had reached more than 31 million children in all 50 states, Canada, and Puerto Rico since this began. In 2015, that program changed a lot. Uh, Eddie Eagle got some new friends. They call them the Wing Team. And now has an animated video and a parent-teacher curriculum guide. It's a kid-friendly website, and you can pretty much see it if you go on to eddieeagle.nra.org. His look has changed. His mission is the same. Um, they changed the motto. It used to be, um, stop, don't touch, leave the area, tell an adult. But during the research, they discovered that that was a little bit tough to say. So they changed it to some new kid-friendly words and phrases that, like, run away and grown up, which I think changed a little bit and helped a few people. I'm often asked, how young should you be before you teach your kids about gun safety and stuff like that? And I say, if you're a parent, every child is different. Only you know what's best. Be a parent. It could be three. It can be five. It can be 14. You know the maturity level and attention span of your kid. As soon as they're ready to comprehend the message or has an interest or awareness of firearms, then it's time to start talking about safety. Because, see, you can find a firearm from a crime scene, not you, but your kids might, in a playground, at a park, in the street, outside your house. There's not that many guns floating around, but the possibility of it exists. And you want your kid not to be a statistic. See, let me explain how a kid can get that kind of twisted. Say somebody gets shot in a movie, and then next week they see that same character in another movie or on another television show, and you didn't actually die. So because of what they see, they don't know it's not fantasy. They think it's real or not real. They think that maybe that firearm that they use or they grab or they pick up that they find unsecured won't actually do the damage that it can do. And then a lot of the video games that we play, you can respawn or reset and nothing ever happens. Make sure you have that conversation that there's a difference between being killed on TV or a video game and the reality of life and death. Make sure they know. If your kid has toys, explain them the difference between that and real firearms. Make sure to tell them to never assume a gun they see or find is a toy. Because they need to make them in nice colors now. People paint them different colors now. There's airsoft guns that look more real than the real guns. 
So make sure your kids get the education from you. In a couple of weeks, the National Rifle Association will be having their annual meeting in Indiana this year. And I will not be able to attend. I know, right? I really wanted to this year. Uh, Michael has been talking about it like since last year. And I was pretty sure I was going to be able to make it. And Dave mentioned it. And there's a whole bunch of you guys I wanted to see and press the flesh and pat on the back and hug and high five and fist bump and all that good stuff. But uh, don't have it right now. I do think I can make the um, gun rights policy conference, even though that's a whole lot less fanfare. Um, It's in Phoenix, Arizona, I believe, this year. So if you are so inclined to go that direction, uh, you'll see me there. You know, there's been a lot of chatter about the National Rifle Association. Should I join it? Should I stay? Should I stay and fight? Should I listen to this person or that person? What do you say? I want to know. What's your opinion? People who listen to the Black Man on the Gun show, where are you on the fence as far as the National Rifle Association goes? There's going to be a link in the show notes, and uh, I dare you to take it. I just want to know, yes or no, do you support the NRA? Not going to judge you on it one way or the other. Not going to ask for your input, whether you like it today or yesterday and how long you've been a member. No, I'm not asking none of that stuff. Just do you support it, yay or nay. We'll get to the other stuff later. I do want to hear what you think, though. Oh, and I want to give you a reference to or a resource, that's a better word. If you're looking for a book or books to use to inform your kid to have their conversation about gun safety, because gun safety is really important for families, I give you two suggestions. One is from Yehuda Reamer. His book came out in 2017. It's called Safety On, Introduction to the World of Firearms for Children by Yehuda Reamer. That's R-E-M-E-R. And... um. My sister, Toys, Tools, Guns, and Rules, a children's book about gun safety by Julie Gollop. Julie G. Um, wrote this in 2018, Toys, Tools, Guns, and Rules, a children's book about gun safety. And you can get them both on Amazon, send it right to your house, Ricky tick. But let's say your children want to learn how to shoot. Your next step should be to find some kind of instruction. Now, you can do your own teaching, or better still, Find a club that offers firearms familiarization programs like junior rifle courses or find an instructor that's willing to uh, make it customized for your kid. And you don't have to purchase that gun immediately. You don't. For non-athletic kids, take your time. The teamwork piece, the excitement of competition can help. Do it in a group. Both Michael and Skip are teaching kids now. So if you're either in South Carolina or Florida, you might want to check them out. But I'm sure there are some local instructors in your area, if not you, that are willing to teach kids. It's an untapped market, actually. It's not um, all tactical and high speed, but it's really helping the community. It's helping the neighborhood. It's helping our town. It's helping our country. And don't think your kids have to be expert marksmen going to the Olympics for you to gunproof your house and make them safe too. Make sure they have and become gun safe people, gun safe practical people. Make sure they have an honest respect for firearms. 
Don't scare them with it. Train them with it. And like Driver said, if you're not a good instructor, you have no patience, you don't have the skill set, don't be afraid to farm that thing out to somebody else with a little bit more patience, a little bit more knowledge that can facilitate a class for you and your whole family maybe even. Could be a good consideration. When my son was a little guy, I used to take him to all the rallies, all the places where I spoke. I wanted him to see his dad talking about the Second Amendment, the U.S. Constitution, and just to see what I was doing. And when he was about three or four, I think we actually uh, cracked open a couple of the my firearms. I did a rifle, a shotgun, a pistol, and a revolver, and I put, um, what do you call those things, those plastic things that you handcuff people with, those those plastic ties, and I put them in all the action so that the bolts and the stuff couldn't fall and slam on his fingers. And I let him touch it. I let him hold it. I let him see how heavy it was. And I demystified the whole thing. And then I stuck them all back in the safe. And when he grabbed it and tried to aim it, it was all cute and stuff. And he put his finger on the trigger. And I said, I gave him all the safety rules right then. I told him at four that don't point this at anything you don't want to destroy or kill. This hurts. He goes, is anything in here? And I says, no, but you're supposed to treat it like it always is. And I spoke to him as calm as I'm talking to you right now. And he got a healthy dose of, okay. And he put it down and went back to his action figures. My son didn't really care about firearms until he was about 12. Then we went to the range and he shot the 9mm, the 45, the 40, um, like the 22 and then didn't worry about it again. He was into martial arts and didn't really care about farms. And then when he became a man himself, uh, he just recently bought um, a pistol for the very first time. I guess a couple of his friends at his job um, had talked about buying firearms and going to the range. And then it all came back to him and, and they were talking about how since he didn't have a firearm in Maryland, he had to go to the handgun class and get, the little ID card that allows you to purchase a handgun called a handgun qualification license. And he didn't include me on any of that, but he was all proud when he had got his HQL and bought his firearm for his very own. I guess as his rite of passage, he didn't want to take anything from pops and everybody is different, right? Maryland shall issue.org. It's an all-volunteer, nonpartisan organization dedicated to the preservation and advancement of gun owners' rights in Maryland. It seeks to educate the community about the right of self-protection, the safe handling of firearms, and the responsibility that goes with carrying a firearm in public. MarylandShallIssue.org This is the group, your group, the grassroots group in the state of Maryland. Join us, no matter where you are, MarylandShallIssue.org. Hi, this is Michael Woodland from M-W Tactical. Go follow me on Instagram and Facebook. See what's going on with me by going to www.m-wtactical.com. Visit the M-W Tactical channel by going to GunStreamer.com. Thanks, Ken. Michael has his own podcast now, so as he asked, check out M-W Tactical. Look forward wherever you look for podcasts. And because he's such an all-around good guy, I asked him to give me some fundamental stuff. So he's going to give you a little bit about trigger control. And that's coming up next. 
ever associate when you miss the target to how you pulled the trigger? Have you ever seen somebody shoot rapidly at a target with 15 rounds and only hit it maybe three times? Majority of the problem is not knowing how to control the trigger. How do we get trigger control? Well, I'm glad you asked. The hardest part when applying trigger control is finding the point on your finger that will allow you to pull the trigger straight back. If you are not aware that too little or too much finger on the trigger can have you either pushing or pulling the firearm to the left or right, consider yourself more knowledgeable. Again, that science point we spoke of, it's mind-blowing. Every person is going to have a different point on their finger that will allow them to pull straight back. The reason being is the size of your hand. Once you find that point, we are golden. The next measure will be to do a slow press of the trigger every time we pull. The key to this is once you commit to pulling, there is no correction. Just go through the pull and realize you made a mistake. Fix yourself so that mistake will not happen again and move on. Once we get a clear understanding of the importance of pulling the trigger slowly with that smooth pull, now we can move on to trigger reset. This is the key to the puzzle to applying less pressure to the trigger depending on the make and model of your firearm. We will keep everything the same as we previously spoke on, but this time, once we pull the trigger all the way to the rear, we're going to hold the trigger in that rearward position and after the firearm goes bang and you are ready to send another round down range, we are going to slowly release the trigger until we hear and or feel that metallic click. Stop right there. Then pull the trigger to the rear and repeat until you either run out of rounds or you are ready to stop. Another way you can get better with trigger control is to conduct what we spoke on in dry fire practice. Want to make it a bit challenging? Balance a empty casing on the front sight post and pull the trigger without it falling. The goal is to get better, right? Dry fire will be your money maker. For those who are looking to contact me, visit blackmanwiththegun.com and under the About tab, click on my name, Michael Woodland, and shoot me an email at info at m-wtactical.com or call me at 803-250-1256. Please, if I do not answer, leave a voicemail or a text message, and I promise I will get back to you. Until next time, keep shooting, keep practicing, and have fun. Thanks, man. And here's my other buddy. Hi, this is Avery, also known as Skip, with Skip's Tactical Solutions. I would love for you to check out my podcast called Skip's Tactical Solutions, and it can be found in all podcast players. You can also find me on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Skip's Tactical Solutions. And while you're at it, feel free to check out my website, that's SkipsTacticalSolutions.com. All right, Ken, back to you. All right, Skip, thank you for that. Hey, if you didn't know it, we have an app for this podcast and the website and the YouTube channel and everything that's Black Man with a Gun. You can get the app free. It's paid for by patrons like you that actually support this podcast and they support the development and the upkeep of my app. Um, The app can be found wherever apps are, Apple Store or the Google Store. Check out the Black Man with a Gun app today. And remember, it's free because I'm getting donations from people like you. You can be a supporter of this show by going to patreon.com forward slash black man with a gun. Thanks for all you do. And thanks for helping me 
help other people. All right, this next section is personal. I'm going to kind of go off topic and just talk to you for a minute if it's possible. Just share some stuff that's going on with you in my life and in my head. One of the high points in my life right now is a podcast called Speak Life Church. It is fulfilling in a way that I get a chance to reach out and touch people around the country and probably around the world for Christ. If you are searching for a church home, if you're searching for encouragement, if you're searching for something, check out Speak Life Church podcast when you get a chance. Let me know what you think about it. Um, it's growing. It's on Pandora. It's one of the few podcasts that's actually on Pandora. That's speaklifepodcast.com. Check that out. Also, a part of Blanchard Media is uh, my son's podcast. He's uh, quite a character. It's called warriorcast.com. It's uh, a little bit of anime, a little bit of uh, fight news with stars, local people that are into fight game, the UFC, anime, pop culture. It's my son's show, and I produce that for him. So if you're going to give that a shout and give it a listen, it might boost his numbers up. Uh, also, the newest show that I just started comes out every Monday. It's called How to Prevail, and it is kind of a what to do if. And it's going to be everything from camping to emergency preparedness to what to do in your car stalls. I mean, it's going to make you a winner no matter what the situation. I'm trying to share the knowledge that quite a few folks have, but we don't all have it collectively. And that's going to be pretty big for me. I see it being um, an addition, a success, as Black Man with a Gun is, because this podcast is off the charts right now. Thank you so much for being there for me. Even though you haven't seen me in a minute, that's really cool. Another new podcast that I'm producing is in Spanish. It's for the Second Amendment. It's for the Latin American community. It's called El Segundo Edicto, and you can check that out at el2e.com. It's a 2A podcast in Spanish. All right, now I've got a couple of folks who are thinking of having me produce their podcast for them, um, but they're a little wacky right now, so I'm letting them settle down and figure out what they want to do. But I really love this stuff. I love producing. I love um, talking behind the mic. This actually scratches an itch for me, something that I always wanted to do. Now I got to make it make money for me so that I can quit my day job before my day job quits me. Um, I'm working as a contract security guard right now, and it's going through contract negotiations and pretty much lost the contract that we were on. So somebody needs to make some moves somewhere. So that sometimes influences my decision. I am not independently wealthy um, like people think. I just real successful with what I have. Um, the Lord blesses me and keeps me. So I try to pass that on. And most of it doesn't require any money. Only time I need money is when I want to eat or travel or buy some new gear or pay a bill for something I shouldn't have bought or, you know, just like regular folks. I love creating stuff. If you go to KenBlancher.com, that's Ken with two N's, you will see that I have uh, Second Amendment keychains that I just created to uh, fund my stuff. I have the... Uh, the werewolf stories that I wrote, there's three of them now. Solomon Love. Check that out when you get a chance at KenBlanchard.com. There is still Black Man with the Gun Reloaded. There is uh, 
links to all the podcasts that I just mentioned at KimBlanchard.com or just go to Blanchard.media. It should take you there as well. A couple of projects I want to do is um, in How to Prevail. I'd like to actually have uh, maybe a camping outfit where we actually meet up somewhere and have folks teach us about first aid, about cooking, about preparing rolls, and just doing all kinds of stuff out in the field, maybe some fishing trips. Did a little outing for that. Also, want to do a, a baptism a couple of different places. So if you're interested in a Christian baptism as a part of Speak Life Church, you can contact me through that website as well, or even here. I got all the emails. They all go into the same place, my little spot. Under the washer and the dryer of the Blanchard Estates. I'm really, really appreciative of people like George who have been with me since the beginning. That's like 12 years of podcasting, watching me grow, watching me flub, watching me do some stuff. And uh, thank you guys for uh, your support with uh, the Patreon account, with GoFundMe, with whatever I'm doing. Thanks for being here for me. Links to everything that I mentioned will be in the show notes. Don't forget that survey about the NRA, yes or no. And um, you can check out all the stuff that I have offered on KenBlanchard.com. And I got a quote for you for this week. Try to listen before you speak. Don't talk, just act. Don't say, just prove. Don't promise, just show. I appreciate you more than you realize. Start where you are. Use what you have and do what you can. Just in case nobody has told you this today, I love you, and there's not a damn thing you can do about it. Until next week, shalom, baby. Until next time, friends. To keep in touch with Ken and his cause, head over to blackmanwithagun.com. Blanchard.media.